Welcome to the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. Brought to you by Kenny White Sports and the Power Ratings. You can check all that out at KennyWhiteSports.com. Today, it's me, it's Mike, it's Kenny. We're here and we're going to talk all kinds of sports, including his his power ratings. And Kenny, I got to tell you right now, uh, we were just talking about this off air. I'm, I'm doing a lot of college basketball live betting and trying to use your power ratings to help me. And you know what? It's working. I love the fact that I've got the power ratings coming every day. There's a reason why people need the power ratings, right? Yeah, exactly. Some, I guess, you know, a good explanation of how to use them is always good as well. Um, those power ratings tell you how good a team is. And when those two teams are playing on a given night, you're right, in-game wagering and halftime wagering are great values because, you know, the games are played because... You know, crazy things can happen in these games, and there's swings, especially in basketball. There's large swings both ways. So when you know how good the teams are and you see the bad team, the weaker team, making a nice run, you know that stronger team's going to come back. So that's, you know, where you want to jump in. And you also know the weaker teams are going to make their runs too uh, in some of these games because the good teams, they do, you know, take the take the foot off the gas pedal at times and they allow the opponent back into the game. I would just make sure when you're doing it that direction, make sure you're betting a good team against another good team. You know, someone, the average power rating is 100. So make sure they're over 100 if you're going to bet a team to kind of come back. Don't bet a bad team to come back in a game. Those, those Sometimes those leads just snowball. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. And trust me, I've done a lot of chasing. So I've made, I've made plenty of mistakes. But the one thing that I find is that the lower the number is, um, especially if you're in the 120s and 130s on the total, that's where you want to be. And a lot of those are with the lesser-known conferences. Oh, yeah, most definitely, because they, they don't shoot as well. Right. <laughs> not as good shooters. I watched Vanderbilt play uh, Mississippi. Uh, oh, Valley my God. It was, last night. Yes, that was terrible. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. The first half was ridiculous because Vanderbilt couldn't shoot the first half. And I thought, man, they got to come out and play. I was worried worried about laying it, but they covered the spread. I think they were up three at, or four at halftime, and the spread was 37, and they won by 39. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, but the ball handling was atrocious in that game for sure. Yeah. All right, yeah. Mike. Mike's got a couple of NFL questions for you, Kenny. You know, Kenny, yeah. I took a look uh, at the standings the other day, and I thought, wow, we are really bunched up. And the way this season is gone, do you think we are being set up for one of the craziest endings that we've seen in the NFL? I mean, you've got in the AFC West, you've got three, you've got every team alive. You got the AFC East. You got my, Miami's alive now. I yeah, mean, the, amazing. The AFC West is the only division with every team above 500. And the AFC North, no one is under 500 because Pittsburgh's 5-5-1. Five, five, and one. So amazing to have two divisions in one conference that everyone is that no one's under 50 percent that's 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 you're right what could happen here in the nfl over the next four or five weeks craziness and it's been happening already i expect so many upsets and you know people are going to say well there's not that many great teams and that's why i feel opposite i think there's more talent than ever now and there's so many more really good teams that could actually win it 
I agree with that, and which sets me up for my next question. Who do you think are our legit Super Bowl contenders as we stand right now? Well, the, the Super Bowl champs are legit. Tampa's uh, got to be the number one team. And then I would say Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers. Um, Kyler Murray and the, the Cardinals have the best record at 9-2. and two, But they have the least experience in the playoffs and in that scenario. It's also the same as Mac Jones and, and the, the Patriots making this run. Remember, Mac Jones, has a he's a rookie, has no playoff experience. So... When we get to the playoffs, got to reevaluate these teams a little bit and know who has been there and who hasn't. Okay, that makes sense. All right, Kenny, uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the NHL uh, and, of course, folks, power ratings, NHL power ratings too. The Tampa Bay Lightning, last two cup winners, they're, they're, they're coming around now. Are they the legit contender, Stanley Cup contender, that they have been for the past two years? I think so. Uh, it's a great team. Yeah, still uh, great goaltending. Uh, the scores are all there. I know they've had some injuries. Braden Point was out for a while. Uh, maybe still out. Kuznetsov uh, is still out. Yeah, so their they're best players haven't even played. Kucherov, uh, three games this year. That's... Uh, you know, when, when they get everybody back, Tampa is the favorite, I think, in the East. Same with goes for Vegas. Yeah, I'll throw that one out there. I think when Vegas gets everybody back, and I'm not talking about the kid from Buffalo, uh, but all their star players are starting to come back. Carlson's still out. Whitehead's still out. When they get those guys back, Vegas will be one of the best teams in the West. Oh, and and I, I told you before, I've got them picked to go uh, to the finals. There, there's no two ways about it, but... Uh, we'll see. I'm not a real big fan of your coach out there. Sorry, man. <laughs> I don't think many people out here are either. So they're not happy with uh, out here. They're not happy that they let Mark Andre Fleury go. Uh, they they thought that they should have let Leonard go and keep Fleury, but you know Leonard's got more years than Fleury has left. I think, and that was the right. main decision maker. Yeah, I'm not I'm not convinced that Leonard is a Stanley Cup winning goaltender either. But hey, what do I know? All I know is that we are the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast brought to you by Kenny White Sports at KennyWhiteSports.com. Kenny, you need to tell everybody what Kenny White Sports is all about. Thanks, Bob. We got a lot of great stuff coming up. We are we have a newsletter, weekly newsletter for the NFL and college football, but we'll also be doing a special college football preview guide uh, that will go over each each and every single game, have straight up picks from all the guys. That'll be forty nine dollars when it comes out in a couple weeks before the play, before the uh, bowl game starts. That's a bowl game uh, preview for you. And then also uh, on the site, our six. Uh, Experts on the site will all give you their best pick. It's a $99 package. You get the top pick from all six experts in the bowl games. From uh, The pick will be anywhere after December 28th, so it's going to be one of the good bowl games, but it'll be a, their best pick, so it'll be a nice value package. Six plays for $99. Oh, wow. That's great, man. Don't forget, KennyWhiteSports.com. That's where you can find the power ratings. The power ratings are fantastic. And you just led me into our next uh, segment here, Kenny, and that is we've got Championship Saturday upon us, and there are so many scenarios that could happen. What if Michigan loses? What if Oklahoma State loses to Baylor? Does Baylor 
get in. Let's go through some of these scenarios here. Uh, uh, Alabama. If Alabama loses to to Georgia, is Alabama out? Are they still in? I, I think it's nuts. Yeah, good goodbye Alabama. Uh, <laughs> when, when when Georgia beats Alabama, which they will, right. uh, Al- Alabama is Alabama's done. This past weekend versus Auburn, uh, with the struggles they had, uh, that's the, the team has shown they're feeling a little bit of the pressure, and they're not as good as people you know we all thought they were. So yeah, Georgia I think wins that game, and Alabama is out. So that that will leave room for somebody to get in, but. Cincinnati's got to take care of business because you know if Cincinnati loses, they're out. Right. And it opens the door for maybe an Ohio State um, to get in if if uh, if if Cincinnati loses. And then again, when I say that, it's probably going to be Notre Dame because they don't play, they don't have a game, their season's done. And Oklahoma State, if Oklahoma State can beat Baylor, but that's a really tough game as well. Oak State. The, that's only a five-and-a-half-point favorite. That could be very easily a, a Baylor win. Yes, I, I think so, too. Does Baylor have a shot at all? I don't think they do. With two losses, that's going to hold them out. Ohio State would get in before Baylor. Okay. So that, that you know, kind of hurts Baylor's chances. So, yeah, I always wonder and always everybody always thinks that uh, um, is there something going on when you're a conference – and you're the Big 12 Conference, and you're sending officials to this game. You want Oklahoma State to win the game. <laughs> are the officials right. going to make sure that the calls go Oklahoma State's way or not? You know. <laughs> That's a really good point. Really and good same point. Same with Michigan. Same with Michigan. The the Big Ten wants Michigan to win. They want they they. There's a lot of money involved here. If Michigan wins and they get in, the, the conference gets a lot of money from the football playoff system. So. Michigan loses, there may be nobody from the Big Ten getting in. Speaking of college football and Notre Dame, what the heck's going on with with Kelly? He's going to LSU, and wow, that, that's just big news. Yeah, that is big news. Uh, he's done a really good job at Notre Dame, so I guess he figures I can upgrade the the talent level at uh, LSU, which it is. He's, he'd have a better talent base. And, um, he's going to be able to win more. Lincoln Riley going from Oklahoma to USC. We got two big coaches moving from Power Ten schools, Power Top Ten schools, uh, to another Top Ten school. So right. Very, very, very interesting this year. And who's uh, taking over at Notre Dame? I, I don't know. Yeah, oh, I, I hadn't heard yet. yet. Yeah, I hadn't heard yet either. All right, NFL. Let's uh, go over the schedule a little bit for this coming week. You've got. The Chargers playing the Bengals, and who would have ever thought when they put out the schedule that we, this would be such a huge game? Yeah, um, it's a big game for both teams. Um, yes. and, it, and it's, you know, Cincinnati's a three point favorite. They played really well last week. Um, I thought Pittsburgh was boy, the right side by far. They got Mika Fitzpatrick back, TJ Watt back. The, the offense have been playing great. Ben had thrown 10 touchdowns and one interception, and uh, then all of a sudden uh, the rug got pulled out from underneath them, and Cincinnati came up with another really good performance. And the, I still have them just rated as an average NFL team, and the same with the Chargers. Right. These teams got winning records. Same with the Raiders. The Raiders, I have two points below average. They're a below average football team, but six and five. A lot of times it's not who you play, it's when you play them. 
And I think some things have, have gone right for those teams. How about the Dallas Cowboys? That They're 0-3 versus the AFC West. They're 7-1 versus everybody else. <laughs> wow, that's an amazing statistic. Didn't know that. Baltimore at Pittsburgh, you know this is going to be a battle. Lamar Jackson, phew, four interceptions. He is really looking uh, strange at quarterback here lately. Amazing. It's just amazing how, you know, the inconsistency. And he was showing for a while there that he had the, was the most talented quarterback in the NFL. And then all of a sudden, uh, it, it goes backwards. And, you know, these guys do bounce back, though. So I, I think he bounces back. And they, they ended up uh, winning the game, even on a poor performance like that. They still won the game and covered. So, again, John Harbaugh, I think, is the best coach in the NFL and knowing his talent. He's right there with Bill Belichick. He just has never had a Tom Brady leading his team to be that consistent. So, right. uh, one of the one of the best coaches there is is John Harbaugh. Oh, I, I, I agree with you 100%. And then you, you got this Denver-Kansas City game. The, this is big. I expect Kansas City fully to win this game. But uh, as you have been on their... You've been on the bandwagon with the Broncos all year long and said that they could be in this position. By golly, you were right. Yeah, they're there. This is this will be a big game for them here. They need to, you know, really step up. Uh, they stepped up last week. The defense played great against the Chargers. I think it it took the Chargers almost to – in the first 20 minutes again, the Chargers had one first down. That's how dominating – the Broncos defense was. So. Did, you, did you hear that, Mike? You know Mike's a Charger fan. Yeah, yep, yep. I know. They're right there, too, though. Uh, you know, the, the Raiders are the weak link in that that division, and uh, they've got such a tough schedule. They play Washington this week's so in a nice spot for them because Washington just played on a Monday night and won and then has to travel. So the Raiders could get another win and go 7-5, and five, but after that, I don't see a game they can win their schedule's that tough but uh, Broncos Chargers will be battling down to the wire uh, to see if they can match the Chiefs yeah. and how about Denver you know they get rid of Von Miller and, and it's actually had the reverse effect that you would have thought it would have and Denver has played excellent since the departure of Von Miller yeah a lot of times I always say you get rid of you get rid of the problem and the team gets better and uh, sometimes when you do get rid of a star player it wakes everybody else up, and they're, you know, hey, if, if he was disposable, maybe so am I. I better start playing. So I think that caught everybody's attention a little bit, and uh, especially for a team in the playoffs. You know, their playoff expectations. If they were two and nine and traded them, you know, you can understand why they were trading them uh, for draft picks in future years. But the future is now for Denver. Right, right. And, and speaking of big games and star power, this this game Monday night, New England at Buffalo. This is just a, a humongous game, and I expect the Patriots to hang all game long. Yeah, six in a row now they've won, and uh, they've, they've really uh, um, showed offensively and defensively they are that good. They're continuing to move up in the power rating. Still not as good as Buffalo, though, so I will be on the Bills minus the three in this game. I think they're the better team playing at home. That's a cheap price. Uh when you can lay a field goal, just basically win the game. Right. Yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. All right, folks, that takes care of our podcast for this week with Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com. We'll check you out next week. Thanks for joining us.